Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Fashion Department, a podcast that will explore the world of fashion and how it informs all aspects of life, from dress and lifestyle to food and travel. And now, let me introduce you to your fabulous host, Tina Bercoli, a Greenwich, Connecticut-based wardrobe stylist and radio show personality with over 20 years in the fashion industry. Tina will share her take on style, trends, the business of fashion, and on being grateful. And now, here's your host. Welcome to the Fashion Department fabulous podcast where we talk all things fashion, and I have a fabulous guest today. I want to welcome back Miss Kendra Shea. She is a Dallas-based personal shopper and stylist working in the luxury sector. Welcome back, Kenny. Hi. We love having you in the fashion department chatting, yes. and uh, I want to jump right in with the scoop du jour, as I like to call it. <laughs> so recently, in the past few weeks, past month or so, a very uh, extraordinary, a very glamorous, a very, um, uh, how do, how do I want to say it, very, very um, luxurious event took place in the fashion world, and it was Couture Fashion Week in July. It takes place every July, and it takes place in Paris. There was one show that was not in Paris, though, which we will get to in a minute. And it, you know, all the heavy hitters are there. And why I like to talk about this, not just because, oh, it's couture and it's high fashion, it is because this is where trends are born. And this is where everything in the fashion world, so anything you're going to see at Zara, at J. Crew, at uh, doesn't matter where it is, it's somewhere, bo it's born here first. And you, you might say, well, how is that possible? It gets filtered down and filtered down and changed and tweaked, of course. But the idea is born at Couture Week. So I want to just dis uh, discuss a couple of the big, big ateliers and the big designers and what they showed. Let's so do I want to kick things off with Dolce & Gabbana. They kind of <clears> took <throat> things back to their Italian... Um, roots, which was kind of lots of lace and lots of drama. Um, did you? And by the way, all of these pictures and all from from all the shows, even some of them you can stream live. They're available online. You just have to kind of type in, um, you know, whatever brand like Dolce and Gabbana Couture Week, and I would always type in the year, and anyone can see any of these photos online. They're probably in lots of magazines too, but I don't know if anyone reads magazines anymore. So, what were your thoughts on Dolce and Gabbana Couture Week? Dolce, I always love. Um, I personally would never do a full-on Dolce look from head to toe. I think it's a little avant-garde for me. It's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I always love Dolce. They always do such a great job. Um, their separates are beautiful. Their lace has always been beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was, you know, very – I'm never disappointed. Yeah. I thought it was very true to their DNA, for yeah. sure. Like you said, lots of lace, lots of things going on. Lots like patterns of things. And, yeah, lot, all the things. I, I agree. I personally am not a Dolce & Gabbana 
customer, even if that were my budget, which it's not. But even, um, let's say something as an, I hate to say the word knockoff, I'm going to say inspired by, which basically just means if I saw a an outfit that looked like something that was on the runway at Dolce & Gabbana, and I saw this outfit at H&M, let's say, um, I probably wouldn't buy it because, again, it's not. Re- it's a bit too busy for me, and I feel like I'm more of a petite little flower, as mm-hmm. I like to call us, <laughs> um, a small-framed person, so it can be a lot. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy um, looking at it. Okay, also another one of my favorites was Valentino. Ugh. So va- Valentino, yes. Love. Ugh. Can we get a love. big ugh? Love, love, love. So he kind of took things out of Paris and he took it to Rome, specifically took place on the Spanish steps, which was, I mean, imagine just, I, I have chills talking about this, the background. You're in Rome on the Spanish steps outside and here's these glamorous models coming down the steps. And of course, last, because last season he did this, he did a color. They actually the invented the Pantone color. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a pink. So to anyone that doesn't know, I don't know how to say his name. Pierre. We'll call him Pierre. Pierre. I, I always get his Piccolo? names Piccolo? I don't know. Let's Piccolo? call him Pierre. Yeah. Let's call him Pierre. Let's call him Pierre. <laughs> so Pierre, the designer for the brand of Valentino for the house, um, basically invented his own Pantone color of pink. It's a shade of pink. It's it like a is hot, hot so pink. fabulous. It's so fabulous. So basically now, fast forward to this show that just took place. Half of the audience was in this color pink. Um, because they get dressed by the brand, especially if you're a celebrity. And um, the this show was kind of, um, I, I feel like it honored the beginnings of the Italian brand. And I think that's what he's trying to do and really honor Mr. Valentino, who retired many years ago. But I think because he still attends the shows and maybe even has an opinion or two about it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's kind of really trying to stick to the roots. So this designer comes in just a few years ago, and, um, you know, he really has to look at the DNA of the brands. He can't just like, oh, I'm just going to design something else. kind of has to go along with it, but make it new. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably the challenge that he had. But did you not love the entire collection? I would wear every single piece, every single piece, I love the these Valentino colors. They're just so vibrant and juicy. And I just like I would wear these ball gowns. We would wear to dinner, darling. <laughs> yes, yes. We would. Yeah, we would find a place to go, or we would just have a dinner ourselves, so we could wear these ball gowns. Yes. I agree. Oh my, I gosh. agree. And then next on my list was Chanel. Can't not talk about uh, couture without not talking about Chanel. Mm-hmm. So. Chanel kind of continued to join the past and the present. And I feel like they did a great job, as always. Lots of rounded shoulders. Yep. Lots of sleek, long dresses. Of course, tweed. That's their sort of signature. Um, there was lace. What I loved about it was this little section of models came out with the kind of these long dresses, very kind of billowy, and then they had cowboy boots on. I loved it. Talk yeah. about a moment. And by the way, this is something we could do tomorrow. You know, we could dress like that. And and that's what I love about it. I thought, well, there's my inspiration for my next dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> or my or or whatever. Or nothing. Or just do- walking the dog. I <laughs> absolutely Olivia. throw on a long for sure, a long skirt with a pair of cowboy boots. I mean, I would do that anyway, but it just gave me another thought of like, you know, inspiration. Um, were you loving that? Chanel, I always, I love the show as a whole. Um, 
styling wise, I I like bits and pieces. Okay, fair enough. Of each model. What did you what did you not love or what did you love? So I'm actually so I'm on the Vogue app. So if you don't have the Vogue app, you can download it. It shows all the shows. Um, there is a uh, it's seven look seventeen out of forty five. It's this tweed, billowy shoulder jacket cropped and a sequined skirt with the cowboy boot. I think that was one of my favorites of the cowboy look. Yes, um, it's like the pink. Hold on, tweed. say that again. Sequin, sequin. Okay. Seek, did you hear what she said, listeners? Sequin with a cowboy boot. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. It can be done. It can be done. And we're here to tell you it's okay to do it. Take a risk and do it. Have Take fun. Take a risk. Right? Just have fun with it. You know, just own it. Just own it. So that was one of your favorites? That was one of my favorite looks. Um, but, you know, all in all, Chanel, you know, it's people are going to buy it regardless Right, because it's Chanel. Because it's Chanel. But I feel like most people, once they start to invest in the luxury sector, first of all, we know it's usually small leather goods, right? It's proven. That's statistically proven. It's usually like a handbag or a wallet or a belt. Mm -hmm. Lots of belts. We see lots lots of people with belts. Um, And of all, not just Chanel, of Gucci and Dior, we see lots of that, which is great. That's kind of your entry point. But I think that for me, the takeaway is always... The ready-to-wear, the uh, sorry, not the ready-to-wear, the couture looks that you could make into ready-to-wear. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by that? So couture is really, um, by the way, let's talk about this for people that don't know. What is couture? Couture actually means handmade or sewn mostly by hand. So it's something that's custom and done by hand. As opposed to ready-to-wear, that's what we find in the stores. So everything in a store that's all, quote-unquote, off the rack, that's considered ready-to-wear. So that's the biggest difference. So couture is kind of where the idea starts. It gets filtered down and changed and different brands buy into different things or make different things and and it becomes ready to wear. And then again, it gets filtered down from high designer, ready to wear all the way down to, you know, places where everybody can shop, like what we've been talking about, the J. Crew and the Old Navy and the Gaps of the world and all that stuff. So that's kind of the 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 line, right? Mm-hmm, of succession. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like looking at couture, it gives you the a peak of the designer's dream or vision. And then you can really interpret it however you want. You could say like, oh, I wear cowboy boots all day long, but you know what? I'm going to wear them with little cutoff denim shorts, or I'm going to wear it with a roughly skirt, or I'm just going to wear them like the normal, you know, it doesn't mean you have to wear it literally. So I think that's what I like the best about about Chanel and any of them really, but Chanel really gives you like a vision, you know, and you could copy it literally or well, do the look for less. You know, you know, here in Texas, we always have to find a way to put a cowboy boot in, but in a <laughs> chic way. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes, yes. All right. And then lastly, Dior, which is my personal favorite. Dior for me, I mean, I think of the history of Dior and I love, I mean, I love, there's movies out. I think there's, I think it's called Dior and I, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's incredible. I've got books. I've got huge coffee table books about the history of it and all the different designers that have designed for the house of Dior. And for me, it's like, I just think like old Hollywood glam. I think they dress for a worldly woman. Mm. Um, and this particular show was I loved the set. So the set designer was a Ukrainian artist, which I think is certainly worth mentioning. And the set was called The the Flow. 
And it basically meant it considers nature as an irreplaceable part of life. So I thought that was really lovely that they hi- they brought this um, Ukrainian artist in and incorporated it into, you know, I thought that was really a wonderful thing to do. I definitely think that's what's special about Dior. I mean, even on like their Instagram, they have these videos of the craftsmanship of how the bags are made or the sketching. And it really just lets you like immerse yourself in the whole brand and, and what you're buying is actually quality and handcrafted and all that good stuff. And the show to me was, um, it was a little tan. Yes. In, 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 in so the color, color palette you're referring yeah. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. And we like color. Yeah. We love a little so, color. Hold on. I want to back up. So that you were mentioning, that's on the Dior website? It's on their saying? Instagram. Oh, on, on their Instagram. Dior Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so I they always that. put up little reels or something of, you know, showing how, you know, a beaded saddlebag or Lady Dior bag was made or How it's the made. sketching of one of their high jewelry pieces. And I always love watching those little videos just because I, I just think it's so interesting. And I love seeing, yeah. you know, these fashion pieces being made and, you know, the hard work that these ateliers are going into yeah. to make your bag. It gives you a new perspective on it. It also sometimes justifies the price exactly. or not. I'm like, <laughs> but, do you see? Um, it's hand woven. <laughs> These are the videos I'm forwarding to my husband. See, honey, that's why that bag costs so much. Yes. <laughs> and then, oh, yes, got it. Sure, mm-hmm. we'll take two. Mm-hmm. Uh, not. But um, yeah, I agree. I like that stuff. And I think the brands are doing a great job on places like social media or even their own website where you can, even if you're not buying it, it's something interesting to look at. It's something fun. Um, I have, I know one of my husband's friends, um, who's absolutely not into fashion at all, but his daughter is. So often he'll kind of take, um, he'll take some of my advice or he'll listen to something that I'll say and he'll take an interest in something like that and learning more. And he's like, wow, I never knew, you know, and he's obviously interested because his daughter is in the industry as well. So, um, you know, he'll, he'll look at things like that. And I think it's great for, you know, people like you and I or our clients, we can say, well, he, you know, here's an example or here's not just how something's made, but learning more about the brand as well. Exactly. If you're you're interested. Exactly. All right. Well, we are going to pivot a little bit and, uh, we're going to talk about fall favorites. Now I know it's still summer and some of you, depending on, and I know where you are, it's very, very hot. But let's be real, fall has entered the building. Fall, I mean, and by fall, I mean merchandise hitting stores now. So Fall fashion has entered the chat. Yes, it has entered the chat room. So we're going to talk about it because we have to. Not that I mind, by the way. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So some of my fall favorites, I have a couple things listed, and I want to hear your thoughts on it or your some of your favorites um, and why. So first up is bike-style moto boots. And he, first of all, I'm loving it, and here's why. Um, so 
I'm loving this whole hybrid of shoe that we're seeing now. So we've seen it with sort of a, a hiker boot and a sneaker. We've seen it with Tevas melting into a platform. We've seen it, and we've seen, by the way, again, this starts from the brands. We've seen Prada do this. We've seen um, Gucci, I think, even did it. We've seen Chanel, you know, kind of do their version. We've seen Birkenstocks. We've seen, there was a collaboration too, and I forget. Manolo Blahnik. That's it. I knew you'd know. Mm-hmm. Birkenstock uh, collaborated with Manolo Blahnik. I mean, what? Who ever thought? Who would be thought? uttering those words? <laughs> <laughs> so I love this. So this is another version. This isn't a collab, but I just like, so I love a moto boot to begin with. So motorcycle type boot, heavy, chunky, big lug sole. Yep. And it's, it's kind of... Um, styled a little bit different. It's not as um, typical and it's not as straightforward. It's got either hardware on it or like big chunky chains on it. Um, it's it's stylized is what it is. So yep. t- picture a moto boot and then kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better phrase, it's it, it becomes like glamified or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I Chanel has like the moto boot, but they put a pearl on it or... You That's know, right. something or like, like that. a little chain. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not like you know your motorcycle boot that you're wearing on a Harley Davidson. Probably not. But right. you know, if right. you're that type no. of girl and you want to wear a Chanel boot on her, go for it. We're That's right. We support you. We support you. We support you. <laughs> also, bomber jackets, which are back. Love and bombers. I love a bomber love. jacket. Love, I've love, always love. loved bombers. Same. And yeah, I feel like for me, they're always in my closet. So Same. again. On trend just means accessibility. I always like to tell my clients that something on trend doesn't mean, oh gosh, I have to go out and buy all new things. No, no, no. It just means it's now going to become accessible. So if you like it, now's the time to get it. If you like it and already own it, shop your closet. There's no reason to kind of buy new. However, I'm going to say this. Bomber jackets for me, I love a good vintage bomber jacket. So if you can find one and you might have to do a little digging, kudos to you because I love a good vintage bomber jacket. I think, first of all, it's going to set you apart. It's not going to, you're not going to see it anywhere else, unlikely. And um, it's fun to do. I love a men's bomber jacket. I love, um, and I also like an aviator jacket, by the way, which I feel love are an very aviator close. jacket. Yeah, they're kind of close, like, yeah. like they're cousins. So I love um, to put a little fur stole on a bomber jacket to make it a little oh, chic, fancy pants. Fancy pants. This yeah. is fancy pants coming out. I think, a, I, think okay. a, I think a bomber jacket is like a staple that everyone needs to have in their wardrobe. It's I so agree. easy Men to wear. and women. Men yes. and women. Guys, you need black or brown leather because I love that. And that can you can rock that with jeans. You could wear it with dress pants. You could wear it, you know, in in lieu of a blazer, you could throw on a bomber jacket and a collar. With a button shirt. down, yes. Button down. Oh, how much would we love that? So that, handsome. Yes. Love it. V- very, very. Um, and ladies, it's like love it over with anything, over a little black dress over, um, you know, a pair of ripped jeans and a t-shirt and a high heel, um, you know, play around with it. I mean, it's really, it really is just another jacket. So, but I think if you find one that's either vintage or maybe it's embellished, I think you're going to love it even more. It's just going to become more special. Uh, also on my list, fall trends are, is the power suit. And so this isn't new. We've seen this now for a couple of seasons and why I'm loving it 
for women. I feel like men have always had a power suit. That's kind of been your go-to, guys. So now, finally, we get a power suit Mm -hmm. as well. And I'm loving the power suit for two reasons. One, you're getting more than just one outfit. You now then can split it up and wear it as separates. Two, I'm loving all the color. So we're seeing power suits in red, in hot pink, in purple, in lavender, not just black, gray, white, tan. Mm -hmm. And I just love color. So I think there's something for everyone. People that would never wear a suit before can now wear a suit. Why? Because now it comes in bright pink, wide leg, cropped pant with a little cropped blazer. I love a a power suit that's a high-waisted pant, high-waisted trouser. With the oversized, maybe double-breasted suit jacket that you wear open, very, like, casual, have a high shoe underneath. I think it elongates your leg. It's so chic. You can wear it day to night, wear it to the—it's just amazing. It's awesome. I love it. And I will say this. I'm It's very chic, and I like all the different styles. Like you mentioned, an oversized, oversized blazer, which is often called a boyfriend blazer, paired with shorts or a skirt or a pant. And I want to mention Zara is doing an amazing job at the power suit. So if you're looking for this and you want to shop this trend and not spend a lot of money, I think it's worth I think it's worth investing in if you know that's what you want and that's what you would wear. I think if you're trying it, you certainly need to just dip your toe in the water and definitely the buy. water is fine. Yeah. Come on, yes, in. <laughs> yes. All right. Also on my list, the return of color. Amen. We're done with the Amen. beige and the neutrals. We it's like that. It's never left us, Tina, but for your listeners, That's I'm, true. We're, it's okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We we had a moment of, um, you know, sea of beige and neutrals, and everybody was in neutrals for everything, and I tried it. Once again, it's like my experience with wearing flats. I became allergic <laughs> to them. I became allergic to beige. I was like, no mas. So, um, and then also at the other side of the spectrum, for those that say, oh, I don't like color, black is back. So I think, um, and what do I mean by that? Not that black ever really went out. Come on, it's a, it's a staple as well. But I think black in the way of sort of the goth-based type of black. So the black, we'll see it done in a more of a goth way that has a nod to that like romanticism. So meaning like black lace with a little bit of leather. I think this is a very nice counterpart to the bold colors or the power suit that we're seeing. So you're probably gonna, you might be on one end of the spectrum or the other, or maybe you're right in the middle and you say like, oh, I would love to have, you know, sort of that strong black outfit. Um, And I'll say this, uh, if you're going to do all black, the best way to do it is different textures. So agreed. People say, people say, how do you match? It's like matching white. You'll never match it unless it's completely the same fabric. So different textures. So leather with satin or flannel and cotton or cashmere, whatever it is. And then it works. Um, that's about it. What fall favorites are you loving? Well, first fall is probably one of my favorite seasons ever, ever, ever. Um, like we were saying, you know, I'm in Texas right now. It's 108 degrees. I just want to wear the loosest fitting dresses ever because it's so, so hot. She, Kendra comes to New York City just to wear fur coats. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I it is waiting at the door, <laughs> ready. I just like I love fall, but um, for me, I'm a very much a statement jacket or coat girl. I love a long coat, um, tweed or um, a PK or, you know, something like that. Um, I love a cashmere turtleneck. I think having really good quality cashmere turtlenecks 
in your closet to pair back with, you know, your power suit or your sequin skirt that we were talking about. Um, I or love, even just a pair of jeans. Or a pair of jeans. I think yep. it's – I love a, a cashmere turtleneck. Um, what else do I love? I do love I also, them. By the way, I also like the fact that cashmere, speaking of cashmere, you there are different grades of cashmere. So you can find cashmere at different price points. Absolutely. A lot of people think it's just very expensive. It's not necessarily. And I think a good retailer is J. Crew. They do a good job of showing different I love their cashmere. Their cashmere isn't inexpensive, I will say that. However, it's not the most expensive. It's not a Laurel so, Piana. $2,000 cashmere. Yeah, yeah. right. So you can definitely get different uh, uh, grades of cashmere. Um, Go ahead. Actually, last year I got all of my cashmere turtlenecks at Aritzia. So Aritzia, yeah. So Aritzia is very very affordable. I think they were like $160 or something for, and the cashmere was so good. Um, I know they have them at a bunch of local malls now, Aritzia, obviously, like online. Yeah. It's a Canadian-based brand. Right. And 160 bucks. I know that maybe some will say, well, for a turtleneck, but for a cashmere turtleneck, cashmere turtleneck. that's a really good deal. Yes. And and you're going to have it. It's not something like, oh, I'm going to have it and want to buy one next year. You're going to have it. So how do you care for that, that cashmere? I'm curious. Is it machine washable? Um, I don't like to machine wash them. I kind of like taking them to the dry cleaner. I actually okay. would have to read the care label. <laughs> All right. I don't so, really know. But you yeah, have to comb because, them if they get bally, just depending yeah. on, you know, you're aware of them or whatever. But for me, I like to fold my cashmere sweaters so they don't loosen. They don't like. Right. Um, yeah. And then comb. I take them to the dry cleaner and have them co- or shaved um, if they com- become, you know, really little, worn like looking. Like pilly. Yeah. Pilly. Yeah, thank you. That's, That's like something I think um, that – people should take into consideration. So cost per wear, you know, like, okay, I'm going to spend this much on it, but then I'm, I'm going to have to have it dry cleaned. So that's something to take into consideration. And may, you might say, oh, you know what, it's not for me. Moving on. That's okay. There's another fabric that is for you. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll tell you. And we will tell you. What there else? Are Anything else turn- there are some, um, like, very soft turtlenecks from Zara that you can machine wash. So for all of our listeners who love a good hand wash or throw it in and easy. I know yeah. Zara does have some. Yeah. I And then there's nothing wrong with just a good old like cotton turtleneck, obviously, right. that yeah. you can, yeah. What else? Um, I do love a good moto boot like we were talking about earlier. I think with like a leather legging or a little short or something, put, put a moto boot with it. Um, I know myself, I have a Chanel moto boot that I wear continuously. I wear them in New York all the time. They're like a patent sheen and black black with a crepe sole and they're so comfortable and the best so I think having a great boot like that um is awesome for fall you can put it with a cute little sock or a tight or with a dress and yours are Chanel but like we were saying there's something for everyone at every price point so there's you know there's motorboot you can find motorboots everywhere everywhere yeah literally mine were mine were a little covid splurge so, oh. yes. No. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yes. Yeah. We, I think a lot of us, myself included, did a lot more, um, at least online shopping during the pandemic. Definitely. And I, I know, I'm like, oh, this was a pandemic purchase because I'm still pulling things out of my closet with tags on it 
that I bought in 2020 or 2021, like, oh, pandemic purchase, you know, Mm -hmm. that I, you know, forgot (laughs) about. section of the closet. Right. And I would get it. And then obviously you put it away because where was I going? I wasn't going anywhere. No, we weren't going anywhere for a while. So, all right. So lastly, I want to play a little game of rapid fire with you. Oh my gosh. Let's play this. Okay, we love a game. We love a game. game. All right, so (laughs) once again, Kendra does not know the questions. I didn't send these to her. Um, So just quick answer, whatever comes to mind first. Obviously, no right or wrong. Don't worry, they're easy. She's nervous. She's nervous, I can tell. (laughs) All right, here we go. Rapid fire, Kenny. Where is your favorite place to shop? It was Barney's New York, RIP. But I think um, on the more mainstream, I love Zara. Zara all day long. Oh, we love that. All right. Most worn item in your closet? Aloe leggings. Oh, look at you. (laughs) We're talking about sequins and puff sleeves, Kendra, and you say aloe leggings? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of stylist are you? I'm just kidding. Okay, maybe my Prada slides. Let's do that. All right, all right. Favorite online website to shop? Farfetch.com. Oh, we love it. Best department store? I would say Nordstrom. And why? Nordstrom because there's really something for everyone at every price point at Nordstrom. And, you know, they have great sales and you get your Nordstrom notes and it's like you get your Nordstrom note in the mail. It's like Christmas. Like, woo, what am I going to buy? I'm going to like the beauty counter. You get your little baubles, your earrings. Um, They have a great shoe selection. Customer service there is amazing. Nordstrom has True. just always been it for me. Yeah, I would agree. It's not the, if I'm going bougie department store, it's definitely not Nordstrom. However, they do have bougie things there, they yeah. have high end things, but they have also lower end things. And you're right, something for everyone. Um, I also want to say, quick note, as for talking about Nordstrom, I just learned something yesterday when I was in a Nordstrom. So they have a Nordstrom app, which you can certainly shop on. However, if you're in the store like I was, and I found something and I wanted to buy it, pay for it with my Nordstrom card. And by the way, I, we don't work for Nordstrom. <laughs> um, but you want to pay with your card. And I didn't have my card on me because I had a little tiny bag. And I said, oh, can you look up my account? And they said, oh, no, just open up the app. There's a little QR code that they scan that has your- Wait, stop. Like your, yes, yes, dangerous. Why did you tell dangerous. me that? I'm going to Nordstrom today. You just pull up, open up the app, and you open up, and then there is your card, because your card's going to be on file in the app, obviously. Well, yeah. it is anniversary sale right now, so all of our listeners- anniversary sale. You get- actually almost over. Actually ah. almost over. So, but anyway. All right. Back to rapid fire. Favorite city to shop in? New York. Yay. New Love New York. Yes. Best gift you've ever received? Ooh. Um, this is rapid fire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my puppy to myself. Oh, I, I'll, I'll answer for you. One of your Chanel bags. Uh, oh, that was gift. True. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving I on. Forgot, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll leave that there. Okay. Okay. Yes. Best, best gift ever given. You've ever given. Um, I think uh, this. We bought my dad a trip to Aspen for Father's Day. My brother and I did. Wow. All right. Lovely. Yeah. All right. Favorite, favorite silhouette to wear. Um, I like anything that comes in on my waist. So more of like an A-line silhouette. 
So or a high-waisted waist. pant. Yes, nipped in at okay. the waist. Okay. Jeans or dresses? Dresses, 100%. Baseball or bucket hat? Baseball. I just got a Prada one and I love it. Of course, of course Green. it's Prada. <laughs> Navy or black? Ooh. I've been really into Navy recently. Okay. Navy it is. Best place in Dallas for after-shopping drinks? Oh, my gosh. There's actually so many. But if you're in Highland Park Village, I would say either Monkey Bar on top of uh, Me Casina or Honor Bar. I just love sitting at the bar with like and get a glass of wine. Okay. Well, then I guess we have to say best place in New York City for after-shopping drinks. What is Oof. your opinion? I mean, we love a polo bar. I'll tell you mine. For after shopping drinks, it's Bergdorf Goodman. Bergdorf. Go all the way to the top. Yeah. The BG restaurant. Because it's open during the time the store is open. So we're not talking dinner. We're not talking later. Okay, we're yeah. BG. Right after You're right. Yeah, yeah. BG. 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 All right. Agree, agree, agree. Agree, agree. All right. Well, that'll do it, Miss Kenny. Thank you for joining Thank us once again Thank you so much. This so fun. So fun. Come back and visit us here in the fashion department. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining me in the fashion department. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more inspiration and fashion content, check out my website and follow along on Instagram at wardrobe underscore envy. And a special thanks to the Factory Underground Studio for recording and producing this show. See you next time. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.